You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico. All right, and welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide, and we have a very special guest today. We are speaking with Eddie Hill. And just a little bit about Eddie. Eddie is a best-selling author, speaker, small business coach, and entrepreneur, and owns multiple successful businesses, including Prosperous Internet Marketing. Eddie is known as the master of motivation. He's a natural cheerleader who inspires his audience with massive energy, humor, and a message of inspiration, motivation, and perspiration. (laughs) No wonder the ARA International Awards Market named Eddie the Speaker of the Year twice. Eddie, welcome to the show. (laughs) All right. Well, I better pick up my energy with that intro. Thank you. I didn't know you were going to read all that. Thanks, Giuseppe. I appreciate uh, you having me on. No, very, very impressive bio, and I, I only read part of it, but uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks for uh, for joining us today. Uh, we have a lot of corporate executives looking to make that leap into entrepreneurship, so very excited to have you. So tell us, uh, just to give the audience a little bit of context, tell us a little bit about how you got into the uh, current business you're in, and uh, also, uh, if you can also l- let us know about the book you're working on. Yeah, excellent. I appreciate the uh, open door. So I, uh, I own, my wife and I, let me be clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we own four businesses, um, you know, three uh, S corporations, one LLC. And um, we absolutely love it. So I guess you could say I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, my my main one that I work at is uh, is an agency. It's an online digital marketing agency, been around for about 11 years. Um, it's called Prosperous Internet Marketing. And I love the word prosperous because I, I, I've named all the other businesses basically prosperous. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, and so, uh, yeah, so we've been moving with that. We do a lot with marketing. My whole background's in marketing degree. Uh, my degree's in broadcast communications with a minor in marketing. Um, so I've always been that way. I've been in traditional media like radio for 14 years and all that. And so I've always kind of uh, loved the marketing aspect of things. And then uh, yeah, I think it was Al Gore invented the internet, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, I, I, this internet thing, I, it may be a fad, but I'm going to give it a shot." So, um, one of the first things I did when I bought my first business was Google. How do I get to the top of Google? Um, which I'm sure a lot of people did. And this was like 2005, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, fast forward, I you know I got good at all that stuff, and uh, people started paying me to do that, and had a, a bunch of national e-commerce sites and. All kinds of things. So that kind of leads me to where I'm at today. We, you know, we, um, I have uh, 17 employees in this building for our agency, and we're growing a nice, you know, seven-figure, multi-seven-figure business. And um, we, we, I love helping small businesses grow. So that that literally is my business plan. Um, That's uh, you know what we every day we think about. How do we help our clients grow? Uh, Because if they grow, you know, we'll be taken care of as well. That's kind of the philosophy. As far as the book, um, that's uh, back to the Prosper theme. It's called Prosper Formula. And over the years, uh, I interview, I love to ask the question, how are you, how do you become successful? How's your, how, I mean, your business, you know, $5 million business, 10 million, 20 million, 50 million, billion. Um, how did you become successful? And they, and, you know, they usually, the first answer is usually like a pad answer. Uh, you know, I was just lucky or, you know, the right place, right time. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Um, so then when you get into it, they actually will tell you, um, the specific steps that it took for them to be successful. Um, and when it comes down to it, uh, so that's where I'm writing the book called the prosper formula. There's seven items. It's an acronym P R O S P E R. Um, and more than likely they're doing three to five to seven of the items on that prosper formula. And that's how they became successful. So I'm like, Hey, I should write a book about this because I've interviewed thousands of uh, successful business owners and probably hundreds of non-successful or ones that went out of business and they're not doing that. So I just put the two together. Um, you know, they say, Brian say, Tracy says success leaves clues. 
I wholeheartedly 100% agree. And all I'm doing is when I'm working with businesses, I'm like, hey, here's the clues. Here's what somebody else did. There's nothing new under the sun. Right. I think if you do this and you do it well uh, and consistently, you will be successful too. And that's usually the case. I like that. So it's similar to Napoleon Hill, right? I mean, yep. think and grow rich, right? There, there are success does leave cl- uh, clues. And sometimes we, I just had a conversation. It's funny you mentioned, I just had a conversation with someone and we're, we're trying to figure out what works best and, you know, what's the secret to your success. And, and the gentleman, I, I'm not going to name names, but he just said, I just decided. And I go, <laughs> well, well, all right. You know, you can, you know, talk, talk to me a little bit more about it. He just, I just decided to, you know, put the distractions aside, focus on my, 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 current business because he had owned other other businesses that were just distracting him. He wasn't enjoying them, but he just decided to, to focus, use, you know, and do the things he enjoyed. He was not a writer, so he stopped writing uh, his blog. Blogs work, but he just, he absolutely yeah. hated it. So he had the option of using a, a company to help him with his blog, but he, for, in his case, he just loved video. So he just focused on video and that's what he yeah. enjoys. So in uh, his business, literally i think grew five times from the pre uh, five times from the previous year from uh, from 2020 so that's amazing um, yeah. so you hear you hear stuff like that and he's like and i work my ass off <laughs> that yeah. was, that's yeah. part of it you gotta do it <laughs> but so i yeah i think you know that i 100 like what you're saying they finally at the beginning they always give you some pat answer but then they start telling yeah. you like really what happened I, i'm mm-hmm. glad you drilled him a little bit more like hey what did you really do you know don't don't just give me this. Yeah, I focus. Yeah, I, I focus. Yeah, I just I just decided, and I'm like, okay, but yeah. I, I need a little bit more than that. But that, it's very interesting. We had a pretty lengthy conversation, and I don't, I don't want to take over the show with that, but it was uh, it, it was interesting. So that's awesome. Yeah. Lo- looking forward looking forward to that read. So before the show, so we we kind of talked about. Um, I didn't realize to the extent. I know we had spoken in the past, but you have worked with a lot of people. Um, in the franchise industry, um, mm-hmm. just, uh, I'm sorry, uh, franchise uh, companies. And, um, you know, a lot of people, when they look at a franchise, uh, maybe it's their first franchise, they say, well, I, I, you know, I'm assuming the franchise company will handle all my marketing. And in mm-hmm. many cases, they will handle it at more of a national level. Not every, not, not every company is the same. Some will just produce some assets for you to share. Others will take uh, an approach where they'll create it on a national level for you to personalize at more of a local level. So talk to us about, um, you know, who you work with, because I, I found that interesting because most people assume that the franchise companies handle everything, but you actually work with the franchisee. So the, so the, the, the owner at the, at the, um, local level. So can you talk yeah. to us a little bit about that? Well, and, I, and to, to their credit, I mean, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, even when, you know, franchises, you didn't have to on a local level. You didn't have to really do your own marketing because the you know the the uh, franchisor would take care of all that and it would mm-hmm. it would trickle down. It doesn't work that way anymore, and it hasn't probably in the last four or five years. Um, one because competition is so much f- more fierce, but also right. you know two is just you got to localize things for you know for Google's eyes. And we'll talk a lot about Google, but um, the Google bots and stuff they they don't care nationally anymore. They're all about local, 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 and there's some national things they do care about. But in general, businesses, local brick and mortar SMB, small to business, medium businesses, they want it to be localized, and none of the stuff that's coming from the franchisor is going to be localized. So um, there's a disconnect there, and then you kind of have to fill in the blanks. Plus. 
um, I believe strongly. I mean, that's all my thing. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. And if, and if they don't, if you don't have a personal brand, a personal person, if you're not shaking hands, kissing babies on a local level, uh, you know, at the at the chamber meetings and at the you know rotary meetings, uh, you know, you're missing out. And we help with some of that on a local level, like a public relations company would do. You know, most people can't afford a public relations company on a local level. Mm -hmm. So you have to have an element of that in there. Um, so we just do partial and that works, works very well. So I, I, uh, like I said, the world is changing. So you, you have to market and localize your franchise, even if, even if it is a national franchise. Now mm -hmm. the systems, the SOPs, all that stuff in place will just escalate if you localize it. I mean, cause it's there. there I mean, it's in, uh, I mean, it will work if you follow it, no doubt on it, but um, it'll also, it'll take it to a whole nother level. If you're marketing it on a, on a local level, either yourself or with a you know local agency like us. And uh, I've seen it time and time again. And then that, like I said, it success leaves clues, the same thing on a local level. Um, so let me take that one step further. Yeah. What's really cool is, you know, we work with, uh, you know, of 75, 80 different franchisees. Um, and, and when we, what happens is we see somebody kicking butt over here. It's so easy to say, Hey, let's, we can do the same thing over here. And you know, mm -hmm. nothing to understand. And it's not a comp competing cause it's a different market. They don't care. Um, and so we can pull that same, you know, whatever we're doing, uh, and move it over, whether it's, uh, you know, social media, uh, ads, or if it's like SEO stuff or even, you know, pay-per-click stuff, um, uh, or videos and things like that. So, um, that's, what's cool is, you know, it, it kind of the, the rising tides lifts all yachts, <laughs> right? So, yeah, yachts. <laughs> so that's, what's going on with this. And I get to see it, you know, it's hard to read the label from the inside of the bottle. I get to see it from the outside of the bottle. I'm like, I can see these guys over here successful. These guys are not, what's the difference. And that's where it comes from. Interesting. That's very interesting. Um, you know, mar marketing, it's, I'll be, I'll be honest, gets, gets to be a little bit overwhelming, right? What, what, yeah. what, what does the word marketing even mean? And th there's so many, we're just, you know, there's so many different pieces to it. Do I have to blog every day? Do I have to post on, on social yeah. media every day? And, and, and I feel some, some of the, um, industry or maybe not industry experts, but marketing experts sometimes give you a canned response and it's almost, it should be the same for everyone. But can you, can yeah. you talk to us a little bit more, you know, does it make, does a, a company selling like Johnson and Johnson selling, you know, products versus someone in my business where we're no employees and we're, we're working with people, helping them find a business. You know, I, I feel sometimes the, the same advice is, is given to everyone. So can you, yeah. Can you can you help people kind of sift through the the overwhelm and maybe a good starting point? Yeah, I mean, I've, obviously, there's a humongous difference between the national, uh, local SMBs, and you know, even even breaking it down further from there, depending on what niche it's in. Um, but so let me speak to that little little differently. I am going to say there is a formula so that everybody can use, mm -hmm. but that formula has a lot of room for for moving. So here here's the formula that I I believe, and then I'm writing this in my book. So people do business with people. They so let me stop there first. It's the word people. So mm -hmm. it's not the machine. It's not corporate. It's not the the firm. It's not the agency. It's people. They put on their pants one leg at a time. Most of us, except for our our buddy Paul. He's a little weird. He doesn't <laughs> he jumps in both feet. But <laughs> that's, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll leave that out. Okay, but but so you know where and sometimes people lose that element when they're doing their marketing. They're just like talking to them. You know, the machine mm -hmm. is like all rigid and. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa. We, it's a person. And sometimes you need to pick up the phone and call them. Sometimes you need something. So that, there's all kinds of weird elements mm -hmm. with that. So let me stop there. So people do business with people. And let's get that established. It's people.
people, human beings, that they know, like, and trust. Okay, that's the first part of the uh, of the formula: know, like, and trust. So the no factor is simply your circle of influence. So how many people know you as your circle of influence? We know in general by our, how many people know you on Facebook? How many friends do you have on Facebook? I have 300 friends on Facebook. Well, that's basically your circle of influence. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm being, you know, I'm kind of stretching a little bit. That's probably about right. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people have 2000 friends on, and, and maybe you, you, you don't. So in my, my case, I don't friend anybody on Facebook unless, unless I've talked to them like this or I've shaken their hand. I'm real, right. you know, it has to be kind of some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of uh, together. Now LinkedIn's different. I, I friend anybody, but, People do business with people that know, like, and trust. So the no is how do you grow your circle of influence? So step one, you want to grow your business, you got to grow your circle of influence. So that that is why I'm saying it applies to everybody. Whether you're Johnson and Johnson, or you're the local you know plumber that owns a Mr. Rooter or you know whatever franchise, um, you still have to grow your circle of influence, and that's for you personally and your business. Second part, you have to get them to like you and trust you because just because they know you doesn't they don't like you and trust you yet, right? right? Right. So there's elements of that on a local level. To do that, you have to do cool things. You help out philanthropically, you, you know, donate this, volunteer your time, show mm-hmm. up to chamber meetings, rotary. You know, and when I mentioned I'm past president of my rotary club, which by the way is the best title, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I sit back with the blue hairs. Um, I mentioned that I'll, I'll be in Vegas, teaching next week in Vegas, and there'll be 500 people in the audience. And I'll, I will always mention rotary. How many people are rotary? Like, like 80 people will be in rotary in that, in that meeting. And we have a bond. We have a connection, right? Mm-hmm. So people do business with, they know I can trust. Immediately, we, we like and trust each other because of this rotary connection you can do the same thing with military who's here's you know retired military all that stuff so the, you have to purposely and specifically get them to like you and trust you and there's mm-hmm. lots of ways of doing that but i'm just trying to tell you that's this part of the marketing formula no like and trust then it keeps going from there so people do business with people they know like and trust it goes like this no like trust try by evangelize the try part is means they'll dip their toe in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, you know, let me check out this guy and let me read, you know, let me read his book. Maybe that's the first thing they do is they buy, buy my book or buy your book for that, for that matter. Um, you know, what is that? A 12, $20 purchase. I, I'm not going to, you know, give Giuseppe a lot of money. I just want to read his book, see if this guy really knows what he's talking right. about. And then what I'm trying to do is feel you out. Do I like you enough to maybe, you know, to further this relationship? Mm-hmm. I'm trying you. But guess what happens? I read your book. Man, this guy knows what he's doing. He's helped out a lot of people. Uh, and I, I see him tied to other people I may know, influencers. So now I trust him and like him. Um, I'm going to buy him. So the second, you know, try, buy means buy deep. So we work with a lot of, uh, you know, I've, over the years, a lot of financial advisors. And they're and like, they're always like, well, they only gave me like 10% of their assets. I'm like, you're crazy to think they're going to get anything else because they don't know you yet. They don't right. necessarily like you and trust you. They're going to give you, they're going to try you. Mm-hmm. So just accept that that's part of the you know the next step, and then eventually they'll buy you, meaning they'll give you all their assets. Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing in in any business. So when I'm trying, let's say I own a Jimmy John's franchise, which uh, I got one next door. That's what makes me think of it. Um, talk to that guy, and like it, it, like you know they got to try it one time, and then so they're given sampling, they're given coupons, or even free items at a ballpark or at a thing. They'll come bring free food for sampling, and you can do this in every business somewhere or another. You can sample. Because they're relying on that you're going to have a good experience. And you go, you know what? I'm going to go back. Uh, that mm. that place was actually really good. Great service, quick quick service, all that stuff. Um, so you pick you pick a service. I don't care what it is. You got to have a way to get them to try you, and then ultimately mm. knock it out of the park. You know, blow it up. Like you can't screw that up. By the way, I, I, if you, and Chick Fil A is a good example. If you've ever used a can- coupon at Chick Fil A, they they actually say thank you for using a coupon, like which is crazy. Now. I've had the opposite experience where I, I had a coupon, went in by, and they treated me like I was scum for using it. And they were trying not to, you know, like, this doesn't qualify. And I'm like, man, I felt I'll never go back <laughs> there. 
because right. I had a bad experience, right? So anyway, you got to the try part. You need to make sure everybody's on board that they're trying it because you want them to come back and buy. No, like, trust, try, buy, evangelize. And evangelize just simply means they, they'll, they're they going to tell their friends, hey, you got to use my buddy, Eddie. You got Giuseppe's the man. I mean, I'm telling you, if you're looking to change in your life uh, and you you want you need to talk to him, he's going to help you out, right? That's the, they're telling people. And also the reviews and reputation, mm-hmm. uh, it comes with that too. But evangelize just means going to So I believe that formula, no, like, trust, try, buy, evangelize can be, you know, systematized. And that's part of our marketing packages. Each of our packages uh, address each of those elements. um, And we push people through it. And some people are just better at it naturally than others. But so to answer your question, there is a formula, but it has a lot of broad appeal on that. And you're you're very specific on like, hey, it is different for this one versus this one. Yes, it is. But ultimately, that's what we're trying to do Mm -hmm. is get through that little formula. uh, No, like, trust, try, buy, evangelize. Hope that answered your question a little bit. But yeah, no, it, it was it was very helpful, and it and it's and it's uh, reassuring, right? That there is a process to it because uh, sometimes you just don't know where to start, especially if you're doing it yourself. Um, yeah. You know, and you and you and and to your point, I think I read this. Uh, some I don't know if I re- I don't know if it was an article or webinar, but they said uh, there's no B to B, there's no B to C. That's that's the old yeah. way of thinking. <laughs> it's H to H, and I'm like, what the heck? Human to human, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, human to human, and I'm just like, oh yeah, you know what? That that is true. And they're like, let's break this all down. You know, when you meet someone and 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 talk to someone, that which is what obviously COVID put a lot of stuff on the back burner with yeah. in-person meetings, including our last uh, couple of conferences uh, were virtual. Yeah. But it's like, how do you greet someone? You shake their hand, you make eye contact, you, you do all this kind of stuff. But yet on LinkedIn, I get a five paragraph pitch on uh, what the person <laughs> yeah. did bef- bef- before hello. And it's like, do you do, you do that when you meet yeah. someone? And, and, and people are like, absolutely not. Then why the heck are you doing it on LinkedIn? So yep. it's exactly it's, that is. Yeah. Isn't that it? Yeah, just, perfect example. Yeah. Is that kind of weird? <laughs> if, and if you come back to just a normal person, you'll be amazed how much you'll sell and how many referrals you'll get and friends you'll meet. And because you're true, it's ethical. You're not sleight of hand. You're not. There's no motive except for you know. Hey, I just want to get to know more people and help them. And if that's your what I'm telling you, your business will be successful. But um, so I, I I love it. So like growing the circle of influence. I, again, I don't want to. That that can't be you know fake because you got to get them to like yeah. and trust you mm-hmm. too. So that's got to be genuine as well because people know shady people. Uh, they just they just know it. And exactly what you said on you know if they're hey I uh, would like to get together with you and have a thirty minute conversation about whatever. I'm like I, I don't know. You probably get thirty a day. I get thirty a day. I get a lot. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, but another you know another conversation. I get introduced by a friend. My buddy Paul says, "Hey, you got to meet Giuseppe. This guy's making it happen." I'm like, "All right, I, I do want to meet him." So that's kind of how how we met, and I'm I'm very appreciative to have you in my circle of influence now because I there's there's a bunch of people I would love to refer to you because um, I know you're going to take care of them, and you you meet a demand and a, a service that is is needed, and you're going to take care of them, uh, which is perfect. I, I appreciate that, and 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 same here. And and to to your point, referrals. I actually have a a referral coach. Uh, coming up, uh, she's uh, actually in a week or two, two weeks. Great. And uh, so we we spoke briefly and we talked about, it's like, well, whenever you, I needed, um, my water heater went uh, a couple couple yeah. weeks ago. And it's like, did I go on Google? No, I te- yeah. put a text out on Facebook or uh, put a message out on Facebook and look look for, you know, th- the same name coming up more than once. Yep. Who can yep. help? Texted a couple of friends of mine. So when it comes down to referrals, I'm not saying referrals and you, you just, it's just referrals and that's it. Obviously there's, there's going to be some 
yeah. social media posts and things like that. You know, unless your business can survive on just referrals, that, that would be great. But how do you stay in touch with those people? Do you thank them? Um, yep. You know, just a simple thank you. Hey, I appreciate you, you know, referring so-and-so to me. And I think yeah. most people do a poor job, including myself. And I, and, and we talked about ways of improving that. So again, yeah. back to human to human, if someone refers you, is it, it, don't you naturally say, Hey, it doesn't have to be money. Hey, thank you for sending this plumber. Yeah. He was great. He fixed my water heater same day and everything is great. So yep. I think we, we forget that. And people won't, people will refer you a couple of times, but if you screw up that referral, right, let's say you don't call them back or you do, or and they're not they're you know, it's their reputation. Like when they refer you and you, if you screw up, so you got to be real careful and treat that as gold, you know, Hey, my buddy referred this to me. And then that way they'll, when, if you treat it with, like I'm saying this, this great respect, they'll send you more referrals, right. but the flip of that, they won't. They're like, I, I gave him a referral. He didn't follow up, you know, and he, people do that all the time. Right. Uh, so you got to be careful, but yeah, referrals is a big key part of it because there's a human element in it. Uh, people trying to do business with people, they know, they can trust. Well, they like and trust that friend that referred you, right? Mm -hmm. So they don't know you yet, but you're tied to them just by, by that referral. So they're still feeling you out, but, and if you follow through and help out and then like, cool, my friend hooked me up. Um, I'm going to hook him up. So it's uh, it is a circle. It could be an upward spiral, but it also could be a downward spiral if you're not following it up. But right. Um, for sure. You um, in the beginning of the show, we talked about standard operating procedures and you have a lot of clients in the in the franchise business. Not not all your clients, but you, you had mentioned um I don't know if I could say the number, but a, a sure. large number of, of 75 of around that. I, yeah. I mean, I didn't count. I should have counted for again, 75 to 80, you know, franchise ease where we're not a preferred vendor for franchisors yet. Um, but we, we have fill out the paperwork and then there's a big vetting system, but yeah, for sure. I, I definitely enjoy that, that market, that niche. And why, and why is that, you know, do you, do you, do you is it the systems It kind of, I guess, yeah. talk to us a little bit about that. Well, what's cool is I could say this to you because uh, hopefully none of my clients will be <laughs> watching your podcast. Um, it comes down to no offense. And I mean this in the nicest possible way. Most people, and well, you know this better than I do. When they buy a franchise or let's say they, they make a business, a lot of time, a lot of business owners, the reason why they're in business because they got fired because they couldn't do the business they're in and like, they had to go on their own. Um, and uh, so like, Hey, I, you know, I, I got fired and I needed to start a business to create some money, which is fine. That sometimes works out. Um, but the other side of it, like you said, they got sick of the corporate world. You know what? I got a little nest egg here. I'm, I want to start my own business and move it over and, and buy, buy a franchise or buy, you know, create a business. Mm -hmm. Both of those people, the same is, you know, is not, there wasn't, their goal in life wasn't to be an entrepreneur in the beginning. Um, so most of our business owners that we work with are, um, you know, they don't have business degrees. They, they come from a different corporate background. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I don't even know what the percentage is. Very high percentage, over 50%. So we're working with them to help them be successful. Now, I am not a business coach. And so they're if you're screwing up the fundamentals, like my marketing is only going to speed up what you're doing, which is screwing everything up, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll just put you out of business faster <laughs> because you'll have more people come. They'll have a bad experience and then they'll that referral or that reputation will go and tell everybody else. So marketing just will speed up what's happening inevitably. However, 
with the franchise. That's not the case because if they're following the system, they have all the other things in order. They know right. how to greet a customer. They know how to fulfill. They know how to follow up. They know how to follow through. They know how to uh, give a proposal and, and and make sure they don't drop the ball. You'd be amazed where there's 15 places where they mm -hmm. drop the ball. Um, and then also follow up with a, you know, at the end, asking for a referral, all those things that you should be doing, but most business owners don't know what to do. But if you buy a franchise, all that's in place, all that is in place. And I don't have to worry about that as a marketer. I don't want to worry about that because I'm not your coach. Right. right. So, um, and, and that's why I do truly love working with, um, franchisees because those standing operating procedures are in place. If they're following them, I'm not saying hundred percent follow them, but, um, if they're following them, I know I can make them successful just by bringing in more leads to the top of the funnel because mm -hmm. the rest of the funnels in place. Right. Right. Um, so I, I guess I'm biased on that, but, um, you know that, and that's that's not the case with people who don't own a franchise and they're just winging it, trying to figure it out. Um, you know, like, oh, you know, like, well, what? Why didn't you follow up? You know, and so we we have call tracking on all of our ads, mm -hmm. and so we know how many leads they're getting. And I'm like, well, you only closed three, and you had 22 phone calls. You know, we have a bunch of lawyers and uh, you know roofers and plumbers and HVAC. We mm -hmm. got everything, uh, and the lawyers are just they're not taking the calls. And they're like, oh, I need more, I need more cases. I'm like, well, you had 24 legitimate leads. What happened to them? Uh, and they didn't follow up. They didn't, they didn't even answer the phone. It went to voicemail, but we have it all recorded. And I'm like, I'm like, look, I'm not your business coach, but if I was, I would chew your butt saying you need to follow up with right. these. And um, like, you can pay me a lot more to be your coach, but I mean, we're not going to, you're not going to like the conversation. Right. So like, in other words, they're trying to blame me that they need more marketing. I need more, I need more leads. I'm like, no, 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 you don't need more leads. You need to follow up with the leads. That right. Have and follow through and they're not they don't have because they don't have systems they're not you know they got some somebody answered the phone uh, you know here and there nobody answers on the weekends but their ads are running on the weekends which makes no sense okay anyway i can go off on that a lot yeah, that, that that was actually a topic at our at our last conference it's like to, to, to your point some of the companies have brought in a call center because they said we're generating more leads than you can than you know what to do with but if yeah. you're not answering the phone, they, they've noticed because they've been started tracking everything. Some people, they find you on Google, you know, per your efforts. Yeah. They call you, you don't pick up. What do they do? In many cases, they don't leave that voicemail. It's just nope. a hang up and they go to number two on Google. And yep. we're and, in a microwave uh, mentality. We, yeah. I got 38 seconds. Yeah. And <laughs> if you're not answering, I'm moving. I mean, we used to be crockpot mentality. Right. You know, but now, I mean, Fast, we, I got to yeah. move on, especially a plumber or even a lawyer. I mean, these, these, some of these are crises and they, you know, mm -hmm. I ain't got a week to wait. I, I need you. I need to talk to somebody now. Uh, yep. I have water in my I have water in my basement. I'm not I'm not waiting for you to call me back. I'm just right. going to the next uh and yep. they've noticed that. So you to to your point, right? It's for, you know, it's someone at our conference talked about chains uh, you know, links in a chain, right? It's like, well, it, it's the lead. So now you have the number of leads. They're good quality from the leads you've spoken with, but is someone answering is someone answering the phone or when you're talking to those people, are you following up after the proposal? Like yep. is, is it where where is it Where's the break, basically? And it may yep. be a couple breaks. So going back and, and analyzing that. I love it. I mean, you just literally described the prosper formula. So the prosper mm -hmm. formula, P-R-O-S-P-E-R, -E which I, I don't have time to go through everything, but I, um, is exactly that. It's the links. And you know, I, I know like the podcast won't be able to see this, but mm -hmm. uh, P stands for prospects. And so are, do you have enough prospects? And so if, if it's that holds true, then we move to the next one, which is ratio of cl closed sales. In other words, mm -hmm. how's your closing ratio? Are you closing them? 
Three is average order. What's your average order and can we increase that? Four is sales frequency. How often are they buying? And can you get them to come back more often? And then productivity, we're trying to, this is the operation side of thing. Are you like, how, you know, how productive are you and right. are you efficient? And most, some people are out uh, very non-efficient, non-effective. Mm -hmm. And then expenses, are your expenses in line? And right. that's the E in the prosper formula, uh, which goes, those can get out of, those can get real crazy. Uh, and then the last one's retention. And I believe retention is the new acquisition. You know, 20 years ago, you can burn and churn, uh, but that that last R retention is, is hugely important um, to, to retain your clients and get them back uh, because of the referrals and all the things we just right. talked about. Um, so that's the prosper for me. And if you increase everyone, except for the expenses, you decrease that by 3%. If you just do two to four of these, increase them by three to 5%, you double your net profit. Oh, wow. And uh, <laughs> it's just mathematically, you know, my account, we have a bunch of accountants. And so I, I, this is, I teach the accountants. It's like, mm -hmm. and they're trying to teach their clients. I'm like, just increase your prospects by 5%. Mm -hmm. Increase your closing ratio by five percent. Increase your average order by five percent. Which you know, if I have a hundred dollar order, and my, now it's one hundred and five. Like if I'm a hair salon, my average hair thing is a hundred bucks. Actually, mm. my wife's like one hundred and fifty. So anyway, <laughs> if you increase it by five bucks, right. you know, five percent, um, and then you you know you sell how often they buy. Okay, mm. I get my hair done every three months. Now they're doing it every two two months and twenty days. You increase that frequency just a little bit uh, by five percent, and then your productivity increase that. Uh, you decrease your expenses by 5%. I mean, you'll double your net profit if you just wow. do four of those, if you just do three to four of those. Very, um, uh, it's and, very and interesting. We, that, that's what we do all day long. We talk, we work with businesses and we're like, so you, I'm coming back to where you were talking about, where's your weakest link? You're mm -hmm. killing it in leads. You're doing great in leads. And you're, and you're, once you get those leads, you're, you're, you have a great upsell, side sell up, you know, you're doing all the things in the process, but man, your, your expenses are crazy out of whack, you know, your, or whatever, or your retention, you know, they, they come with you and they, they buy you twice and then they never come back. So right. there's a problem there. So we we're finding that weak link and then we're addressing it um, and go from there. But usually yeah. it's, it's usually it's more than one can be improved upon. Right. Um, but uh <laughs> and, and and you need to spend you need to spend the time with that because a lot of people just I just need any more leads any more leads. Well, someone yeah, yeah. said, "Oh, how many leads do you need? A thousand? I mean, I mean, yeah. how much? How, how many people can you talk to? I'm I'm a one man yeah. company, so yep. it's like you know what? I can't talk to a hundred yeah, new you leads have a every lead month. You have a closing issue problem. Right. You suck at sales. Like, are they they're not qualified leads? And that's an issue too. It could be you got plenty of leads, but they're just not qualified, right? So sometimes you have to change your marketing on that. Um, we have that. Yeah, we have that as well. Not you need you need money to buy a franchise. There's no secret. So it's yeah. not a no money down <laughs> scheme. All right. It, it's you got to you got to buy yeah. the franchise. You got to pay the fee. And that's that's our case. It's the expectation that you can buy it with no money down. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, I love I love your thinking. And just the just the whole process of that means that if there is a weak chain or weak link in the chain, um, narrow it down. This is not rocket science. Nothing new. Like I said, I mean, we're not just inventing this. It's not a hundred years ago when businesses were all volatile. Right. These these things are easily trackable, especially with technology nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, I think his name is John Wanamaker in 1922. He was, he's the one that he, he had like 10 stores and it turned into Macy's. He sold it to Macy's. But he said, 50% of all my advertising works. I just don't know which 50%. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, what a great quote for 1922. But that is not the case nowadays. Right. Right? I mean, now it's not definitive. I, mean, I, I like the word definitive. I want to definitively know that this, my dollars I spent on marketing brought me $2 back or $10 or it brought me back 90 cents. Now we we're close though. I mean, I think within the next few years, we will we'll definitively know with 
you know, like I said, call tracking is dynamic now. It's all changes that dynamically online. And then of course, you know, you could even do put call tracking on billboards or TV or whatever. So we, we got it pretty close if you need a phone call. So like if you're a chiropractor, dentist, lawyer, plumber, all those people need phone calls. Now, if you're a store, e-commerce store, it's a little harder, but what's really cool is we have GPS tracking now and all those ads are tracked. You can run and Google's tracking this. You run a pay-per-click ad and they come into your store. They, they know that you came in the store. It's triggered. We can see that as one of the uh, conversion points. And we know that that ad brought them mm. into your store. Pretty cool. So like it's not quite definitive yet, but it's close. Right. So there's no excuse love, for you not yeah. to be able to each of these elements. That's just marketing side of it. But each right. of these elements to be able to track, monitor and improve upon. That's that's and, very that's a uh, very interesting. Yeah, that's that's uh, right. With the technology we have today, everything is trackable. I did um, not to go off topic, but I did. Uh, there was a study. There was a, a company in our, specifically in our industry, and it says that you know any new person you talk to, they're eighty percent down the buyer's journey. So you know, I'll have I'll, I'll talk to people, and they'll know about me, and they're very informed. And I said, well, have you done research? It's like, oh yeah, we read your book or listen to five episodes of your podcast before before contacting you but on my end and i'm a, I'm a small as i mentioned i'm I'm, ju I'm just on my own when i'll ask them well what where initially did you find me i found you online well that's everything is found online yep. i mean even the podcast can be listened to online but was it a yeah. was it a podcast was it was it an ad which i i don't do ads but uh, was it a blog? How did, how did you come across me? And they're never really certain. They just said, we absorbed all this info. Yep. You, you talk about trust, right? We, we felt like we could trust you. We know you because I'm not the only person that does this. And then we reached out to you. And we set up a, a 20 minute call on your calendar. So yep. I found that interesting that 80% was done. I was shocked. And that number. That's a lot. From, yeah. from the study was 50 or 60%, five, 10 years. I, f I forget how far back the yeah. study went. So they're yeah, the absorbing more info. Yeah. And people are people are more informed than ever, right? I mean, we yes. at our thumb tips, not any more fingertips, at our thumb tips, mm -hmm. we have the a mass amount of information we can find out anytime. Yeah. So, like, who is this guy? How do you do it? And you know, of course, Google is a big part of that. That's why they're a trillion dollar mm -hmm. with a trillion dollar company, um, to help you find information. And so we we we're not uneducated anymore. And just like you said, you you can throw it out on Facebook and say, Hey, I I need a you know, I need a lawn care guy. Wow, that comes back. I mean, you may have 30, 40. It's pretty amazing. We, yeah. I call those evangelists. Everybody who's posting is mm -hmm. an evangelist for that. Remember that? That's what we're trying to get them to do. Like, hey, look at your evangelists. These are the people that are evangelizing for you. But that that world is all in the last, I mean, you know, I guess five to 10 years. I mean, that, mm -hmm. that world didn't exist 10 years ago, but it, yeah. it's there today. Um, and so we need to go with it and understand that, that that's how business is done today. Yeah, uh, it, it's changing. Yeah, it's it's changing. I have a... Yeah, I have a, gradu a graduate degree, if I can talk today. One of my concentrations was marketing. Social yeah. media wasn't around, you know, no. when, uh, so basically, <laughs> what I, yeah. I mean, there's some principles, obviously, but just yeah. the whole aspect of social media, how to maximize that, that wasn't even an option. And that's where so many, you know, so many people may find us. So it, it, it's changed dramatically and you really yeah. need to kind of stay on top of things. Um Eddie, this has been great. You know, we've 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 covered a lot, and, and I want to be respectful of your time. So, uh, did you mention when when the uh, the book will be out? Well, so I write like I speak, which is not okay. great. And so my <laughs> editor, <laughs> she uh, she it'll take her five six weeks. My last book, she had fifty eight hundred 
5,800 edits. <laughs> and they, wow. they were not grammatical errors or spellings or commas. They, these were like sentence structure stuff that, so, you know, I, I, I write like I speak, so, mm. which is fine. She makes me sound a lot smarter. So it's going to take another six weeks or so. The okay. book is uh, formatically done. Um, uh, she's ready. Uh, my publisher has made her mention I need to tell a couple more stories. He likes my stories, um, which, you know, like, books are better with stories. So I probably knew that. So the, the long answer, that's make it longer um i'm definitely i want to launch by april uh soft launch we do we call the soft launch uh and then uh, you know of course i'm a marketing guy so i'll just be be frank we're gonna of course i'm gonna be an amazon bestseller because i can buy that mm-hmm. uh, you know you just buy you can buy ads and push put people to buy it but i also i'm trying to get on new york times and um you know uh the uh, wall street journal right. bestseller list that's a lot harder you have to sell ten thousand in, in a five-day period and um, I'm I'm going for that one too. So we're gonna we're gonna have a system in place. So that probably won't happen until May, um, but the soft launch would be at the end of April. I mean that was a long-winded answer, but uh, I think it's relevant. I mean obviously you have a book too, and you understand what what's happening there. But the book to me is is um, is critical because it's the prosper formula. Uh, it's basically just like our, our my beliefs like I was telling you and how to help business owners. Um, but I think it's a good step and a good start uh, for people to, to say, realize that there is a system they can put in place and they can just check the boxes. Am I doing this? Am I doing this? Am I doing this? Awesome. Um, no, that's uh, I, and I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to the book and uh, definitely catching up again. So that's awesome. Who, so yeah. If so, if someone wants to to contact you, they want additional information. Uh, where where do they start? Um, yeah, well, uh, Eddie at Prosperous I am like Internet Marketing I am uh, dot com is my you know main main one. I have also you know Eddie at Prosper Formula Prosper Formula dot com Prosper Formula dot net. Um, I've been doing some challenges and some uh, train free trainings on the Prosper Formula dot net. If you want to check that out. But um, yeah, so those are kind of the two main ones. Um, I also, I don't know if I mentioned it, uh, my, my first book was called Prosperous Christian. Um, and it was, uh, I have a whole following on that. That's for Christian business professionals. It's me uh, teaching business tactics to Christians. Not, I'm not preaching to business owners. So if that, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, and, uh, that, that's a whole nother, you know, I have a whole nother flock there. That's fantastic. And, and kind of go down that line. Um, so prosperouschristian.com and, uh, you, you know, I think that's probably enough to get a hold of me. <laughs> awesome. No, that, that, yeah, just, uh, you know, if, if someone wants to read up or look at a book first before contacting you. So uh, yeah. great resources. We'll, we'll include everything in the show notes uh, so everyone can get a hold of you. Ready? I, I really, really appreciate your time. This has been, uh, it's been fun. It's been informative and uh, looking forward to catching up again when the, when the book's out. I appreciate you tremendously. And, uh, you know, thanks again for, for having me on. If there's something I can do for you, I mean this honestly uh, if i could give you a referral i will absolutely i'll send them your way i appreciate it thanks for tuning in whenever you're ready here are three ways giuseppe can help one if you've ever considered owning a business of any kind you owe it to yourself to get a copy of giuseppe's book franchise freedom download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com book Two, want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom, How to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom by Owning a Franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. Three, want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you to navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject, 
and he'll send you all the details. 